Coming up, the economy, politics, problems at work, kids driving you crazy. There are plenty of negative thoughts that swirl around inside our heads each day, right? And those thoughts lead to crabbiness, and crabbiness leads to stress, and stress leads to indigestion. And it's all downhill from there. So, how to think positive. We're talking about it next on The Matt Townsend Show. Good afternoon. I'm Katie Jarvis with Sirius XM BYU Radio News. Fast food restaurants have come a long way in customer satisfaction, with the weak economy only providing a boost. The annual American Customer Satisfaction Index shows a big change in restaurant rankings, according to index manager David Van Amberg. For the first time, fast food restaurants are actually equaling sit-down restaurants. Why would customers rank Papa John's and Wendy's up there with Red Lobster and Outback Steakhouse? Customers are certainly looking to stretch their dining dollars as much as possible. That's the big reason, but not the only reason. We're truly seeing improving quality of the food and improving quality of the service experience. The customer satisfaction Satisfaction Index for fast food restaurants is now at an all-time high. I'm David Melendi. 16-year-old Yasser Lopez was accidentally shot through the head with a spear gun while spearfishing with his friends this week. But doctors say he not only survived, he stands a good chance of making a near-complete recovery. He could have suffered extreme brain damage, but doctors say he was very lucky and his entire left hemisphere was left undamaged, with minimal damage to the right. Lopez remains in serious condition, and doctors expect his rehabilitation to take months, but his words and sentences are already easy to understand, a feat that medical professionals are calling a miracle. And teachers across the U.S. now have an online data bank that links them to other teachers and teaching materials from around the world. It's called Share My Lesson, an online network developed by a British-based company. The idea is for teachers to access a site to find materials and plans being used by teachers not only in the U.S., but around the world. The program follows a challenge to high-tech companies last year by American Federation of Teachers Union President Randy Weingarten. The British company, TSL Education, has been providing similar services to teachers in other nations. I'm Tim McGuire. The Federal Reserve is starting a two-day conference today in Washington. Experts say the central bank may say or do something to try to boost confidence amid a slumping U.S. economy, Europe's debt crisis, and the shaky financial markets. Concern is high because employers have reduced hiring, retail sales and manufacturing are down, and the housing market is still far from robust. If the Fed takes action, it most likely would be to extend a program called Operation Twist, by which it sells short-term securities and buys long-term bonds to encourage borrowing and spending. But some also think Fed members may want to get the lay of the land some more before announcing anything definite. Brian Thomas, Washington. And that's the news. This is Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Katie Jarvis. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Oh, are you in for a treat today? We are going to light it up with a lot of positivity. Uh, We're going to be talking about warding off, fighting off those negative Nellies that are just slowly, slowly pecking away at you. And you're so tired of it. I get it. Today, we're going to teach you how to gain that positive view of life, how to get back some positivity 
And it all stems from a simple little idea that I call life. Now, I'm a fairly happy guy until I'm unhappy. And I'm positive, interestingly, until I turn negative. But overall, I have a really good, uh, I think, positive slant on life. I can find the good stuff. I can find the positive. In fact, I even, I, I've, I've been told that I'm obnoxiously so, and which, by the way, which by, by a very negative, rude person. And um, so I don't give it much, much street cred. But here is the deal I want to figure out today. And we're going to have a great guest on. We've got some interesting... Um, work by our our producers here about how to overcome negativity, how to get more positivity into your life. So as we were meeting as a group of producers and trying to hear their wonderful ideas, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to figure out and get any inspiration about this positivity thing. How do you become more positive? And one of our great producers, um, he's the one we joke about that is 16. He's not 16. Let's shoot straight, okay? He's pushing 17. And um, he's a great guy, and Bryce Tobin's his name. And we're sitting there thinking, so what about death, right? So death, how do you turn death positive? And he nailed it because he said, well, you wouldn't have to pay your student loans back. And so – that is so true. It is so true. And this is the same guy that happens to put on the um, Darth Vader Death March. What's it called? Emperor Imperial March. Imperial March, which is anytime Lord Vader entered the room, they would play this song. And that's the song that he has playing every time his mom calls. Now, he doesn't do it because she's mean or evil. He just does it because, I guess, she doesn't like it, and which I think is rude. But... We're talking about positivity. How do you keep a positive outlook in life, even if your mom doesn't want you to bug her that way? And it's a big deal because um, as I just deal with my kids trying to figure out how to take, you know, their life. I mean, little things for a kid are they're big things, right? And, you know, somebody taking their ball. We were um, last night watching a concert and just kind of a concert in the park kind of thing. And somebody uh, kicked my son's ball up onto this gazebo. And he was devastated. He was devastated. And it's so interesting how many parents immediately around us started jumping in. He was crying. He's, he's 18. And um, he was crying. He's actually six. But he's all bummed out. And it's interesting to see how many adults jumped in to start to try to make his life better. To get him to be positive. Oh, it's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll get your ball down. You're okay. No, no one's going to die here. Kind of a thing. And they did. And he, we, and by the way, we ended up getting the ball down. But I found it interesting that parents were so inclined to try to change the negative things of our children's lives to positive and as quickly as we can. So we're going to be giving you some tools, maybe some ideas, hopefully, and some insight. We're also going to talk about why some people choose to just not be positive and instead choose to be so negative. And we're going to start it all off with a little featurette by one of our producers, Tom Brinton, who basically talks about the power of a smile and how just simply forming a smile with your lips can put you in a better mood. Nat King Cole sure thought so. Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile even though it's breaking When there are clouds in the sky You'll get by If you smile through your fear and sorrow Smile and maybe tomorrow 
You'll see the sun come shining through for you. Smile, though my heart is breaking. Not gonna happen. Actually, Nat King Cole might have been onto something when he sang about using a smile to help you stay positive during life's challenges. From industrialized nations to remote tribes, studies have shown that smiling is universal. Even more stunning is that people from all over the world smile in the same way. Even a blind child will begin to smile without seeing others do it. It's just ingrained in us as humans. So let's try an experiment. I want you to form a Duchenne smile, named after Guillaume Benjamin Duchenne, the French physiologist who first studied the muscles around the eye. This is considered the most genuine smile. The corners of your mouth go up, your eyes narrow slightly, creating crow's feet, and the upper half of your cheeks rise. This is the smile that occurs when someone is truly happy. Other physiological changes include your heart beating faster, blood flow increasing, and skin temperature rising. Okay, now time for experiment part two. Try forcing yourself to feel happy when your muscles are tensed up, your smile is frowned, and your brow is furrowed. It makes things a little more difficult, which gives rise to the thought that maybe not only our thoughts affect how happy we are, but also what our body is doing. Another easy and inexpensive way to improve your mood is by participating in activities that release endorphins. Endorphins are hormones that the body releases to help elevate a person's pain threshold. The word actually means the morphine within. One study found that the endorphins released from just 45 minutes of exercise three times a week were just as effective at improving one's mood and reducing depression as a prescription of Zoloft. And happiness isn't just an individual affair. According to a recently released 20-year study, happiness is contagious. If someone you know is in a good mood, you have a 25% chance of becoming happy yourself just by being around them. So try smiling at someone else. More often than not, you'll receive a smile in return. Good work. Great work from Thomas Brinton. Again, by the way, happiest guy I know. Uh, and just funny. Now, is it that easy? Can we be positive and happy and really make other people positive and happy? We are going to dissect that throughout the entire show. We're going to be meeting with Hillary Weeks or talking to Hillary Weeks, who is a, a singer-songwriter. But maybe right now her greatest uh, hope, I guess, and, and drive right now is to try to create more positive, healthy people by getting people to start to notice their blessings, the great things that they have in their lives. We'll be back talking to her, and we'll get into a lot of other tools, ideas, about bringing the positive back to life. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. A NASA exploration challenge is keeping engineers and robots up all night. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future. NASA's solar-powered rovers, like the ones on Mars, currently take a nap when night falls. 
to keep rovers working on places such as the moon, where nighttime lasts 14 Earth days, we need better ways to store energy. The NASA Centennial Challenges Program encourages participation of teams, individuals, student groups, and private companies of all sizes. The Nighttime Rover Challenge will drive advancements in solar energy storage technology that could be used on the moon, other space destinations, and even right here on Earth. This challenge has a prize purse of $1.5 million set aside for winners, but the competition will be strong. Contenders will need to best current state-of-the-art rovers by traveling the greatest distance in the dark over simulated lunar terrain. And the rovers have to do this over several cycles of day and night while relying only on energy it can store on board. The goal is to enable future exploration rovers to keep working through the nights. And that will give mission operators a good reason not to be afraid of the dark. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. What song changed my life? There are a lot of songs that have changed my life. It's a totally brutal question to try and answer. Every musician has that one song that changed their life. Join Tony Award winner Lea Salonga, American Idol finalist Brooke White, and more of your favorite artists as they explore their lives before and after they heard that one song that changed everything. Watch The Song That Changed My Life, Monday nights at 7.30 on BYU-TV. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're talking about positivity, so we're pumping out some positive music there. And we're trying to figure out how you bring the positive back into your life, especially your thinking. How do you draw your thoughts from the negative that just kind of keep pounding every single day? And, uh, you know, to, to, to getting rid of those and bringing on the positive ones, which really would give you the power to start changing what you do, what you feel as uh, we, we heard in an earlier bit. Now, we're going to bring bringing on a guest in a minute, Hillary Weeks. And Hillary, is a, she's a musician. She's just incredibly talented. She, um, mother, a mother of four, I believe. She's a songwriter, a singer. She's talented. And what is so interesting about it is she's come up with a system that uh, she uses to keep track of how many negative thoughts that we have in a day. And so we decided to send Rob Sanders, one of our producers out, our executive producer out, to see if he couldn't try it out. I read on Hillary's website that we all think grouchy thoughts and happy thoughts every single day. So she recommends buying this little clicker counter and then over the course of a day clicking it each time you have a negative thought and then writing the number down. Then the next day, click away each time you have a positive thought and compare the numbers. The idea being, if I'm skimming her website correctly, Hillary, please correct me, is to compare the number and see what you can do to lower the bad, grouchy thought number and raise the happy thought number up so we can all be more positive. So I decided to try it out. I don't have a clicker, and after Monday's juicer fiasco, I'm a little short on cash. Plus, I really didn't have enough time to get one UPSed out to me anyway, so I used a pencil and a sticky note instead. And I didn't really think about it till last night as I was leaving work anyway, so instead of logging my thoughts for an entire day, I just blogged them for an hour. 
So at 6.20 p.m., it was almost time to leave work. But I realized I would need to wait to talk to someone before I left. And I didn't know how long it was going to take until I could talk to them. started to get really bored, so I started to surf the web aimlessly, which made me feel guilty because I was at work. Drudge Report says a Russian warship is headed for Syria, and I'm so mad that we can't all just get along with each other. And then it was time to chat, finish up my business, and head out the door. And when I stepped outside, it was a beautiful day, slight breeze, opera 80s, birds were chirping, and the trees were filled with leaves. But then I saw one of those birds had pooped on my car. And it's the only possession I have in this world that's of any value. And I can't understand why the bird can't go do its business over the lawn or something. And doesn't that bird know I spent all Saturday gently washing the car so it would look immaculate? But then I just barely made it through a green light at a busy intersection of my drive home, which I normally miss. And right as a rock crescendo, part of the song was on too, so it felt like a big soundtrack. And that was despite the car in front of me going really slow and almost making me miss the light. And it had Idaho license plates. So I now look at my sticky note, which is filling in for that positivity clicker. 13 negative thoughts, 5 positive thoughts. That's not a balance sheet I'm very proud of, but it's honest. What I do find intriguing, usually just one negative thought would happen, and it would turn into 4 or 5 subsequent negative thoughts. I'm not really sure why that happens. Wow. It's amazing what one bird can do for your thought process. Good stuff there, Rob. Um, wow. And we're going to be bringing on Hillary Weeks now. Hillary, again, is she's a friend, She's but she is, I think, more than a friend. She is, um, she's really just flat-out talented. Singer, songwriter, mother extraordinaire. We couldn't even get her into the studio because she wants to be mom while her children are home for the summer, I'm thinking. Hillary, are you there? Welcome to the program. I am here, and thank you. And it has, you know, it has more to do with the fact that you didn't offer me donuts if I was oh. to come into the studio. Yeah, yeah, it, you just got to have the right. It, it's just food. Pool. Food makes yeah. you happy. You betcha. That is so good. We also would clean your car if there happened to be a problem with a bird. We have yeah, a guy that does that, that every weekend. It's yeah, I don't good. know that I feel the same way about my car as he did. <laughs> yeah, he it actually might not be likes my it. greatest possession. That's great. So, Hillary, now, now fill us in. So how does a singer-songwriter, um, and by the way, not just kind of any singer-songwriter, you've made it to the top 10 Billboard for Christian albums before, right? Yeah, just last fall. It was really exciting. That's a big deal. That's that a big deal. That, did that, I bet that set your clicker off. <laughs> right. <laughs> I it? couldn't stop clicking. <laughs> Holy cow, I was having a click fest. <laughs> so fill me in. How do you go from singer-songwriter, mom, to this whole idea that now I'm going to start working on my positive mental attitude? Well, thoughts have intrigued me for a long time. And the power of our thoughts and what we can do um, to help ourselves achieve what we want through our thoughts. And earlier in the show, there was a comment about smiling and how they've done studies right. and found that smiling is universal, right? Yep. Well, so are thoughts. Yeah. Every single person has thoughts, no matter where you're from, how much money you have, what language you speak, everybody thinks. And about a year and a half ago, I heard a woman say that we think on average about 300 negative thoughts a day. Oh, wow. And as soon as she said that, I thought, I want to know if that's true. Am I thinking that many negative thoughts a day? So that's when I went and bought myself the handheld clicker. I figured that was going to be the best way to keep track of my negative thoughts. You were going to test it. Yeah, I was going to carry the clicker around with me and count my negative thoughts. 
Wow. And so I did that for a week, and I clicked every negative thought. And by the end of the week, I was completely depressed. <laughs> I felt totally down and yeah. discouraged, and nothing in my circumstances had changed. That's what was interesting. I woke up one morning, and I thought, oh, I'm, I'm feel sad. And, of course, you know, I don't usually feel that way. I have my down days like everybody sure. else. But uh, it was a significant change in how I felt and, and my mood. And uh, so I tried to pinpoint it because it didn't occur to me at first that it was the negative, focusing on the negative. Yeah. Well, let's and ask you, so though, thought, really well, fast there, because were you above, were you above, um, were you above the curve or below the curve in negative thinking? Were you, were you above 300 well, a day? my highest that I recorded in one day was like 145 oh, or something wow. like that. Oh, wow. You're positive. I'm so positive. You are, though. So, and I found, you know, just reasons to click all over the place for that negativity. Yeah. So I was intrigued that once I realized that that whole, my whole mood had changed because of it, it wasn't my circumstances. Nothing had happened. Nothing had changed. Right. And so that's when I decided I would start clicking the positive. Good. And I did the exact same experiment for a week. And I wondered, would I swing that far positive? You know, as far right. as I swung negative, yeah. would I swing that far positive? And sure enough, Bingo. I, oh, yeah, I absolutely am here to tell you that when I focused on everything positive, um, my circumstances didn't change, uh-huh. but my entire outlook and mood did. And I have to say, I would not encourage anybody to start off clicking their negative thoughts. I would just say yeah, no. skip that part. That's just flat out wrong positive. on many levels. Yeah. Don't you think? Because it, it does yeah. just get you – because then you start kind of obsessing. You start, oh, yeah, there, there's, a, there's another one. You're actually looking for the click versus looking yeah, for like what's you working. Said it. Yeah, it spawns more negativity. Yeah. And then – so that you – did you see that you had more? Like did you have more oh, positives? Sure. Oh, for sure. Good. Absolutely. Because – for me, it was so much more fun mm-hmm. and meaningful to focus on the positive. So yeah. I created reasons to click, and a lot of them centered around things that I was grateful for. That's neat. So it's almost, you, yeah. can, you can click that all day. My first um, day of keeping track, um, there were, I had 321. By the fourth day, I had a 1,262 positive thoughts. Oh, wow. You were kind of twitchy, weren't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> you were just getting it down. And what's amazing, yeah, you were addicted, got... really. <laughs> oh, it is. When you start It seems positive, like it would be. Yeah, and you start focusing on the good, you want more of it. Well, that endorphins that we talked about in that earlier segment, then now you start getting this good feel and and you just you want more of it, more of it. Now, did everyone know what you were doing or like like what like on your YouTube video you talk about how when you're talking about your date night or something negative's going on, your clicker's kind of going off. Did they know what you were doing? Yeah, I thought I better explain to my family why I'm carrying around this clicker. And it was kind of funny because the first morning when I told them that I was going to be doing this experiment and counting my negative thoughts, um, you know, so that when they saw the clicker around my wrist or on my arm or in my purse or dangling, you know, from the keys, they would know what I was doing. We got in the car to drive to school, and I set the clicker on the panel in between the two front seats, Mm -hmm. and my daughter picked it up. She's nine. She picked up the clicker and she goes, whoa, eight <laughs> negative thoughts already, mom? Holy cow, that is a ton. You are messed and, up. I know. And then, of course, I had to pick up the clicker and click. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. She gives you feedback and now it's, it's negative. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people hear stuff like this, but they don't go buy a clicker and do that. There, what, there was something about you that that it, knowing you, this meshes so perfectly with you. Um, you know, and it's interesting too, Matt, because the CD that we just released last fall that charted on the Billboard charts um, feels so positive. Yeah. I think that's just where my mind was at. So many of the songs focus on uh, what we can achieve and who we can become and and just all of the good things. See, that's to me the way it's supposed to be. I mean, here you are, a musician, yet you're still finding this the idea that there, there's this principle, this deeper principle that's embedded way down deep inside of us that we, that we find what we what we're looking for. And if we are looking for the negative, you'll find it. If you're looking for the mm-hmm. positive, it's there. It also Absolutely. influenced your family, didn't it? I mean, your family started getting on board. I'm assuming. Well, I didn't necessarily go around and encourage everyone to, because right. I just I was just curious about what would happen. It was sort of a personal experiment. Yeah. And so I didn't um, sit down and force the family to click away. But about a year after my experiment, and you know, I've, I become I've become a believer in clicking. And when I have a when I wake up and I'm feeling down, I just grab my clicker and I just <laughs> I conscientiously focus on the positive. But about a year after clicking, and I don't click every single day. Yeah. But um, my daughter called from school. She's in junior high. And she said, um, I, I have a clicker at school. I've got it attached to my backpack, and I've been clicking. And um, one of the boys at school wants to know what I'm doing. And when I told him, he wanted to try it, too. And he thinks he needs more of that in his life. So can you bring one? Can, we, you know, can I bring one to school? I didn't even know she had one at school. I didn't even know she was doing it or had it on her backpack. How interesting. It's becoming yeah, so. a you're like you're calling it the clickers. I mean, a lot of people when they're feeling down or whatever, they don't grab a clicker. They you know they they go drink or they go they well, go do I drugs think. or they just go do Facebook or whatever. But you just grab your clicker. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It's your medication. It's such a, the interesting thing about it is it's such a simple thing, oh, yeah. and yet it is a powerful tool. Yeah. And who knew? No, really, it really is. It's you exercising your. Thinking your your thought patterns your it, and think of if you did this for a long enough period of time you would seriously get you'd get abs of steel in your brain. Mm-hmm. You would like get and, strong. Oh, for sure, because so many of us will be driving along in the car and our mind is thinking about what we're seeing out the window and what we're driving past, yeah. and all of a sudden we're to our destination and we've had a ton of thoughts and they were all super random and unhelpful. Yeah. But if you were to be driving along, and this is what the clicker helped me to do, one of the aspects it helped me to do, was to realize that I can be using those downtimes in our mind Mm -hmm. to be focusing on my goals, to be visualizing something that I want to achieve. And I realized that I wasn't using all of my thoughts to the extent that I could. That's huge. I mean, really, if golfers can sit there and visualize the perfect golf game, we could use that same time to visualize the perfect family, the the perfect evening with our family, the perfect date night with our partner. And uh, you've kind of given it a word. We're going to come back, uh, Hillary, and we want you to basically give us more tools, more ideas, more learnings you've had 
about the clicker. We also want everyone to know that if you want more information on this, you can go to billionclicks.org where there's a website that uh, that Hillary set up to help you find the positive. So we'll be back with Hillary Week's songwriter, singer extraordinaire, and clicker to boot. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show, everybody, right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Connect with Matt on BYU Radio's Facebook page and Twitter at BYU Radio. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. I feel like I'm choking. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. You know how to react to their asthma attacks. Here's how to prevent them. Call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. Visit www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. The Kennedy Center's Global Awareness Lecture invites international diplomats, scholars, and talented individuals to speak on issues affecting the global community. The big problem is not Russia and the United States. What worries me is some of these rogue countries with their crazy dictators. Increase your global awareness, enjoy the insights of extraordinary speakers, and keep up with the world around you by tuning in to Notes from the Kennedy Center. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Good afternoon, I'm Katie Jarvis with Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio News. For the first time, the influx of Asians into the United States has surpassed that of Hispanics, reflecting a slowdown in illegal immigration. The sneakers Adidas announced on its Facebook page featured chains attached to plastic ankle cuffs, but the company got so many complaints, it's canceled them. Chains on shoes, bro? Come on, man. Sean White's objection was aesthetic. Keon Cedeno's was political. To put chains and shackles on it is just degrading, man. But not everyone disliked them. If Michael Charles could have come up with the money, he'd have bought them. These are nice. These are nice. You them in prison. Don't Crazy mind them. Don't mind them. Those are nice. I like those. The shoes, which designer Jeremy Scott says were inspired by the 1980s toy My Pet Monster, were to have gone on sale in August. Warren Levinson, New York. And that was a clip from out on the street about the shoe company Adidas um, getting applause for canceling a sneaker that everyone said evoked images of slavery. And the Asian influx has uh, doubled that of the Hispanics into the U.S. The findings are part of a broad portrait of Asian Americans, immigrants, or U.S.-born children of immigrants who come mostly from China, the Philippines, India, Vietnam, Korea, and Japan. Now tied with Hispanics as the fastest-growing U.S. group, the nation's 15.1 million Asian Americans are slowly becoming visible as founders of startup companies in Silicon Valley. Owners of ethnic eateries, grocery stores, and other small businesses in cities across the U.S. Ross Simpson, Washington. The long hot dog days of summer have Italy thinking about gelato for canines. This Italian ice cream for dogs contains no milk, eggs, or sugar, which are harmful to dogs. And with temperatures in Rome topping 36 degrees Celsius or 97 degrees Fahrenheit this week, dogs are lapping up the icy treat at a pet supply store on the outskirts of the capital. Rome veterinarian Malavari Palmieri says water remains the best cool-down treat for dogs, but she said the special canine gelato doesn't harm dogs and can be gratifying for pet and owner. And the Senate has broken a deadlock that has threatened to bring down a farm and food bill. 
The stage is set for expected passage of a farm bill later this week. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. This is not a great agreement, but it's a good agreement. He announced a list of 73 amendments that were acceptable to Democrats and Republicans. That was out of approximately 300 proposed amendments. The 1,000-page bill would set farm policy over the next five years and provide nearly $80 billion a year for the federal food stamp program. The bill could face a battle in the House where there's opposition to some of the spending. Carlotta Bradley, Washington. And that's the news. This is Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Katie Jarvis. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. It's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day, and it always can be, I guess, if you're uh, looking for the sunshine. If you're looking for the clouds, though, it might not be so bright or or can looking for the negative actually be helpful. So when we were sitting with our producers, we threw that idea around. Apparently, uh, maybe there's a, there's this concept called defensive pessimism, which may actually – I don't know, be used negativity in a positive way? You're such a Debbie Downer. You're such a negative Ned. Okay, I know it's normally Nancy, but instead of Ned, I had to force the alliteration for a male name. I get these labels from people a lot, and then I wonder if they lived on the planet Earth for very long, or in the very least, if they've even heard of Murphy's Law. My favorite quote exemplifying this from a stage magician, Neville Meskelin. He wrote in 1908, It is an experience common to all men that... On any occasion, such as the production of a magical effect for the first time in public, everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Whether we must attribute this to the malignity of matter or to the total depravity of inanimate things, whether the exciting case is hurry, worry, or whatnot, the fact remains. Still don't believe me? Ever had a first day on the job? Or better yet, a first date? If you have, then I promise you are intimately acquainted with Murphy's Law and don't even try to lie to me. Then what are we to do? We know from science and interacting with other human beings that being 100% negative is unhealthy and no fun to be around. But in psychology, we found this cool thing called defensive pessimism. This is a strategy which involves setting low expectations in risky situations in order to prepare for failure. This is a beneficial and adaptive form of pessimism. This is not a cure-all, though. One study found that it's not good for use in relationships. Now, keep in mind, this study was done with college undergrads who are locked in possibly one of the most volatile dating environments in a person's life. Even still, we know that low expectations in relationships don't do well together. So, at least that makes sense. I can't find an easy-to-digest scientific definition, so I will take you back to a story from my past. I was driving my friend Johnny home. Now, Johnny is prone to loud, animated rants that usually result in laughter that causes lightheadedness among other biological complications. This particular day, he was not having a fantastic day, and he had just dealt with someone who was zealously chipper. So, have you ever stepped on an old cat's tail? Yeah, that's kind of how that went down. He said, I can't stand people who are vapidly positive. I'm negative, and I'll tell you why. When I approach a situation, and I don't know how it's going to turn out, I default to thinking it won't turn out well, because things can either work out, or they won't. If I am only ready for it to work out, and then it doesn't, I'm left up a creek without a paddle, and I don't like disappointment at all. If I prepare for something to go wrong, I'm able to handle it. 
If it works out, well then look at that. I'm pleasantly surprised, and who doesn't love that? But then there's the positive people. They walk around touting that everything's going to work out and that it's all going to be great and wonderful with unicorns and strawberry yogurt in a sugary happiness explosion. But odd how they have nothing substantial to say when things go wrong. But should things go right, they're always smug about it saying things like, I knew everything would be okay, which is a lie unless they can see the future. And if they can, then they can't be very smart. Because if they were smart, they would be a stockbroker. Now... Years later, in a social psychology class, I found that Johnny and I were defensive pessimists. And there is wisdom in strategic pessimism. So if you know a negative Ned or Nancy, take a step back and figure out if there is a method to their madness. And if you insist on being positive, just don't be smug, because that's never an endearing quality. Wow. That is from our resident pessimist, uh, <laughs> Bryce Tobin. And um, it's 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 such a different spirit, isn't it? But okay, sure. I guess your benefit of being um, a pessimist is that yeah, you're less likely to get taken advantage of. But when you're an optimist, who cares? Who cares? It's not just that we're being naive. It's just that you know what? Some things don't matter. And if we've got to focus on one thing over the other, and honestly, we don't ever know what's really going on, let's start choosing the positive. I think in the end, that is Hillary Week's main goal here. We're going to bring Hillary back. Hillary, welcome back to the show. Did you hear that negative rant by that member of my team? I sure did. It's kind of ugly, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> He's trying. He's our 17-year-old resident. Um, um, but what we're doing, Hillary, I want people – in fact, really, I want to strongly suggest they go to billionclicks.org. This is the website that Hillary set up to truly try to take your life back by using a clicker. Is I mean, and again, part of the, the – there's the spirit of it, which is just find the positive. And then there's the a method to do it is to have the clicker. But she put together an incredible site where you can put your stories and read stories of others and hear her story as well as seeing other videos and things like that and buying a clicker if you happen to need one. She's, she's gone out of her way to make that, uh, make that available to you. Hillary, what, what are you learning as you're sitting here kind of starting this movement and I guess stewarding this movement? Mm-hmm. movement what are you learning about yourself and others? I think um, <clears throat> people probably crave – positivity more than we think. I think we want to be positive at heart, and sometimes we just need a little help doing it. Um, I should explain the name of the website, billionclicks.org. The reason for Billion Clicks is that's our goal. We're trying to reach a billion. And when you think back to any invention that you love, something that has just changed your life, your laptop, your car, your camera, your iPhone, whatever it is, every single one of those inventions can be traced back to the same thing. And that is a thought. Somebody thought of it and then they acted on it. And so the concept of billion clicks is um, a billion positive thoughts that can change the world. And in fact, it's changing families. It's changing people. There was one woman who told the story on the site of her um, dad, he found out that he had cancer. And, and really, once they got the call, he, ha- he didn't have a lot of time left. Oh. And so she and her husband were driving to go see him. And she knew about the clicker, knew about clicking. And on the way there, thought, you know what, I should, I should bring a clicker to him. And she describes him as a a truck driving, smoking, drinking, <laughs> swearing kind of guy. And yeah. so she thought, I'm not showing him the clicker. He's going to make fun of me. 
But then she thought, no, he might just he might just need it. So she got there. She kind of knelt down by his bed where he was, and she said, Dad, I want to tell you about this clicker. Don't make fun of me. But every time somebody tells you that they love you, or every time you tell someone that you love them, I want you to click. Mm. And she said, let me show you how. Dad, I love you. And here, this is how you do it. You click. And he wasn't really the type that was good about expressing his emotions and expressing love. Right. And he passed away six days later, and her mom came to her and handed her the clicker, and she said, it's a miracle. And there were 32 clicks on there. Oh, and for wow. that, that family, That's that a was a six-day miracle for them. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It's something as simple as just a clicker and noticing it. And on the site, you have yeah. other examples. You have other ex- ideas for clicking, like individually, positive thoughts, I love you, smiles given and received. When you have a thought about something you believe strongly about, or each time you have hope, or each time you feel close to God. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of this tool, is that everybody can tailor it to their own needs and what they feel like they want to improve in their lives and what they want to focus on. There was another young woman who came to the site. She recorded um, 17 clicks. Hmm. And then she said she had been getting ready for school that morning. She's in high school. And she looked in the mirror and she thought to herself, oh, is that a zit? (laughs) And then she thought, why can't my hair look good? And why can't I look like a celebrity? And then she remembered her clicker. Yeah, she's got a clicker. So she started clicking as she looked in the mirror. And instead of Focusing on the negative, she started finding the beauty in herself, and she complimented herself 17 times to be exact. And she said she walked out of the house feeling a little taller that day. And so she gets it. She understands that she needed to change her thinking, and it was just that simple tool that reminded her and helped her. Well, and it's so positive because it doesn't also mean that they're not going to suffer acne. (laughs) It just means they're going to have a tool finally to deal with it, which is just healthier thinking and not always just looking at the acne, but looking at something else. We're still going to have problems. It's just this is going to change how we see it. We don't have to dwell on it. That's right. And and finally, you can get off and away from the negative thought that just traps us and keeps kind of – it's like a wave that just keeps flipping us down and and keeps us under, like an undertow. It's horrible. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Now, tell me about the Think, Click, Be. I know that's your motto – What's that about? That is about becoming who and what we want to be. Whether it's think, click, be determined, be courageous, be brave, be stronger, be focused, be believing. You get to decide for yourself what that is, but we think and believe that we can become that when we focus our thoughts on who we want to be. Oh, that's interesting. I have this this awesome quote that hangs in my study that says a single footstep will not make a path on earth. So a single thought will not make a pathway in the mind to make a deep physical path. We walk again and again to make a deep mental path. We must think over and over the kind of thoughts we wish to dominate our lives. That's incredible. Who says Great that? Thought, isn't know? it? Yeah. And I don't know. It, yeah. it doesn't give credit on the quote, um, but it, it, the concept is so true, oh, it's and it's true for the negative and the positive. You can focus on either one. We have that choice. That's right. Well, it's and then just, you make it and break it. So that's interesting. You said be. What were the? What were some of the bees? Be disciplined. 
Be motivated. Anything you, yeah, anything be dedicated. You, you feel like you need to focus on. Yeah, courageous. Now brave. watch how powerful that is. So let's say that you want to be more dedicated to your spouse. What if you then set that as your goal and then you use your clicker to start identifying examples today where I felt more dedicated to my spouse? Absolutely. And then you actually start. So then you're clicking best practices, basically, your best ideas for how to meet any goal. You can use your clicker for anything. Absolutely. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, we declared <laughs> um, click for your health week. And so we decided to click each day for something that we did that was healthy. And so Monday was for all the sit-ups you did. And and Tuesday was each ounce of water you drank. And you could click for those, clicking your healthy choices. In fact, Monday night, I got the family involved in the sit-ups. I'm like, come on, you guys, we can click a lot of (laughs) sit-ups. And we, I mean, we have never done sit-ups as a family together. Well, you know, families that sit up together stay together. (laughs) Stay together. You bet. Hey, let me ask so, you, how, if we're talking health, what would a Cinnabon do? Is that a positive click or a negative click? It depends on how you look at it, Matt. Okay, Does well, I look at it as click? positive. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on how much frosting there is. Oh, there's a lot, so it's like yeah, two positives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad but true. I really love this idea. I'm a big believer in this theory, and I, as I work with couples and families, of this concept called appreciative inquiry. When you start inquiring and questioning and noticing what is positive and appreciative, you see more of it and then you actually attract more of it to you mm-hmm. in versus, you know, this constant. And we see it in our relationships. So you basically say you can do this with your spouse on any family issue, on any personal development issue. You can do it with your friends. If you have people out there that are slowly, you know, hurting or bringing you down or pulling you down, you can still appreciate them and, um, and start to feel better feelings about them. Yeah, I believe that's true. We've um, we've even been clicking this summer with our family for their the kids' chores. You know, it's rewarding. It feels mm. rewarding to click. Yeah. So even something like that that goes on every day just motivates. Yeah. Your family, and it's so so something small that you have to do every day, like a chore. To you're absolutely right, like a relationship. Mm-hmm. It can improve it because basically what you're doing is improving your thought process. That's right. You're thinking more positively about that person or about that action. And then they how could they not become and pick up on that and see that you know what mom's being happier, mom's noticing what's working. Things are it's just, you know, it's going to raise all the ships. It's powerful. You tell me mm-hmm. anything else that you think we need to know, Hillary, just about positivity. Where do you get yours and where where do you find your real source of this peace? Well, there's just no question how to answer that. That comes in my life from God. And when I feel down and when I need um, to know that I'm loved and when I need focus and when I need to believe, that's where I turn. And so that's the ultimate source of any of the happiness that that we experience and that I I feel in my life. And I think just focusing on it and thinking about it brings more positivity and you start to notice it more places, whether it's in the magazine at the orthodontist's office or uh, something that somebody posts on Facebook. It just starts to catch your eye, everything positive, and you just want to incorporate it and surround yourself with it. I love it. I love it. Now, where can they reach you, Hillary? Because, again, I I also think they need to go to billionclicks.org and on there. But I, I also want them to just learn about you, your music, your spirit. Where do they go? Oh, thank you. There, you they can go to hillaryweeks.com. And it's and, w- and there's a blog. Yep, www. E-E-K-S. 
Mm-hmm. And okay. it's one L in Hillary. Yeah. And I keep a blog there, and um, there's lots of information about the music. We'd love to have them come stop by and love to have them like us on fa- Facebook yeah. on Billion Clicks or Hillary Weeks. Okay. You are the best. Take care of your family. Thanks for lifting us up. I'm going to start clicking, I promise. I'm a believer. I'd love to have you come into your clicks. I'm going to watch for your name, I will. Now watch for it. (laughs) Big Daddy Matt and all of his clicking. Appreciate you. (laughs) Hillary Weeks, everybody. Go to billionclicks.org. And uh, seriously, isn't it powerful that one human being having an idea can just start to change others? Um, It's powerful. And you know what? Every one of you out there listening have the exact same power to change the lives of the people you love and maybe importantly change your own life by just changing your thinking. We'll be back with more ideas on positivity for today on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Nature has inspired a technology that's being called a revolutionary leap in energy storage. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future. More than a decade ago, scientists at the U.S. National Renewable Energy Lab created an artificial leaf that mimicked nature's photosynthesis process to convert sunlight and water into energy. Although highly efficient, those early prototypes were made of rare, expensive metals, which made them impractical for widespread use. The science community never gave up on the concept, and recently, MIT researchers in Cambridge, Massachusetts, unveiled a fresh type of artificial energy leaf that used readily available and inexpensive materials. This advanced solar cell is about the size of a playing card and is made using silicon along with catalysts made of nickel and cobalt. The catalysts in the device split the water into hydrogen and oxygen gases, which are then stored in a fuel cell. Tests show that these new energy leaves are already 10 times as efficient as natural photosynthesis with potential for many times that. According to researchers, one cell placed in a gallon of water in bright sunlight can produce enough energy to supply the daily power needs of a home in a developing country. For Innovation Now, this is Crystal Browning. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. There's an answer to every question, a solution to every problem. What place should the provision of education or health care occupy on the list of social and political priorities? Join a group of leading scholars and experts in the conversation about practical and constructive solutions to today's societal issues. BYU's weekly forum shares motivating and inspiring ideas on the present and future of our world today. Join us on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to wrap up our show on positive thinking and positive thoughts. So I'm bringing on one of our producers, Sir Benjamin Wagner, the man, the myth, the legend he likes to be called. That's right. And uh, welcome to the show. Now, Ben has been putting together, I mean, like painstakingly, he has hardly slept in the last six hours. And um, he is going, he's been putting together a, uh, I guess, a game for us. Because I am, I'm a, I, I promise, I'm a very positive person. Have you Some noticed, days. by the way? Have you Some noticed? Days. Except for when I throw my fits. Yeah. Where's my water? <laughs> so, Ben, what are we going to do here? Okay, this game is called Where's the Positive, and it works like this. Yes. I'll read out. I have written down several everyday situations. Okay, I can take it. People get into. Uh-huh. 
frustrating things that every day bother us. Okay. Your goal is to turn that around and find the positive in that negative situation. So I'm pretty much like a, the president's spokesperson. Something, yeah. something negative You're like the White House spinning it. Yeah, press secretary. Oh, bring exactly. it on. Turn, turn every negative thing into a positive. Okay. Now, if you get, let's say, uh, you get a point per. If you get, we'll say, five points, you get an arbitrary prize, which is a handshake from myself. Ooh. Anything else in the box that I can get? There's nothing in the budget for that. Okay. Well, that's a great start. So let's play. Let's play. Where's the positive? Ooh. I feel scared. Today's contestant, Mr. Matt Townsend. Yes. A crabby radio host from right now. Shut it. Okay. The first question or your first scenario. Yes. Your child gets suspended from school for fighting. Wow. Where's the positive? My daughter or my son? Both. Were they fighting with each other? No. Okay, the but they positive. were like a tag team, like a wrestling. Oh, was it? Yeah. Did one of them come off the ropes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I would say the positive is uh, at least they're like their mother. <laughs> I would start there. <laughs> is that a point? Uh, do we give them a point on that's that? That's a total point. Okay, I mean, because well, that could have gone bad. I guess that's but true. If they're fighting like mom, you know what? It's we'll great. S- we'll see what your wife thought. That's okay, the, the second, your Hope second scenario. Yes, your family forgets your birthday. Okay, that's rude. <laughs> so what that means is they're probably not wanting me to talk to them or pay for anything that they want, and I'm going to probably be staying at a hotel for a couple days. So I get a break. From the family. From the family. We'll take that as a positive. See, it's feeling pretty good. I like this. This is fun. Next scenario. You're getting emails about how your student loan debt is piling up. Your interest on your student loan debt uh, is piling up. Someone write this down for me, by the way. Okay, because this is one you're, a lot of you are experiencing. Um, the positive of that is at least you still get to play video games at home because you're unemployed. Definitely a positive. <laughs> ding, 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 Definitely. ding, ding. Oh, this is so easy. Give me a hard one. Your, me- your cell phone rings while you're in a movie. Um... What movie is it, by the way? Uh, Men in Black 3. Okay, I've seen it. Uh, This may be my chance to leave. (laughs) Okay, yes. This is that's the easiest way out, a cell phone. Okay, here's here's a tough one. This is a more a more elaborate scenario. Okay. You're stuck in an important work meeting. Right. It's pouring down rain. Yes. And you realize you have left the windows rolled down on your car. Oh, that's a bad one. Mm Mm-hmm. How do I turn that positive? Well, then you could go with the cheesy. We needed rain. No. No. Uh, You're not a farmer, so it doesn't matter Holy cow, I got it. My car's getting washed. Because I never washed my car. Ever. Inside or out. You and Rob are very different in that respect. Yeah, Rob, you know, the bird thing. Hey, by the way, it also rain keeps the birds away. That's true. That's true. Bing! You won't have any of those problems. No. Okay, we'll give him another point on that one. Uh, Let's see what else we have here. Okay, you have an appointment in 10 minutes. An important mm. meeting to get to. Another one. And you've locked your keys in your car and you have no extra set. <sighs> There's nothing positive about that. Um, I know what it is. I get to get a ride home with Ben Wagner, who has to drive me you haven't seen my driving, 45 though. miles away. That yep. is a good thing. Mm, I don't know if I can give you that one because I'm not a great driver. So you, the, the odds of you making it home... Oh, well, what if it's just, what if, um, 
What if it's just you give me your car to drive home, which would be a good thing. For you. For me. As long as you put and gas you in it. you can wait while my key is being, my car is being broken into. As long as you fill the gas up, hey, it's a positive for me, right? Well, I guess if we're making this positive, I wouldn't fill your gas up. <laughs> yeah, because any time a visit work? to the any visit to the gas station these days is a negative scenario. This is not as hard as I thought it would be. Okay, we're moving on then. Okay, uh, you're expecting an important phone call, and your cell phone battery dies. Hmm. A life or death phone call, let's say. Wow. And you have no extra cell and phone the positive, charger. I need to find the positive about that. At least I. Um, Hey, there's always afterlife. <laughs> so if somebody dies, I can always see him later. That's true. Are you with me? I am. We would have. We would have also accepted at least you could give some money to the payphone companies. Oh yeah, no, don't want that. If one. those still, exist. I like the afterlife. Okay, you know what? I think we have to wrap this up. But what was my score? Well, you did uh, seven out of seven. Oh so my heavens, I was perfect. You get an arbitrary nice handshake from myself, maybe Bryce. Um, I'll just gonna, you know what? That's okay. Just go. I want Cinnabon. Go get me a Cinnabon. Cinnabon, always positive, by the way. I totally agree. Never a negative. Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't even like the whole Cinnabon. I just like the middle part. The middle part's the most positive part. The only negative thing is there don't seem to be any that aren't in airports anymore, which is a real bummer. Something's going on there. I think it's, it's, I think it's, um, terrorism. Um, that's my positive spin on that. So, folks, things, you can make anything positive. Ben, thanks for your ideas there. Absolutely. And I'll appreciate the ride home. And your challenge as you go home and start clicking. You don't need the clicker to click. If you want, you can go to billionclicks.org and pick one up, or you can just start finding the positive. It always amazes me that when you're watching the TV news, they always tease you with the positive thing through the entire show. Have you ever noticed that? Then they feed you with a lot of negative news, and at the very end, they show you the positive thing. Research shows if you get the positive treatment, that's why dentists are really nice to you at the end of the treatment, because you tend to remember the last few minutes of your treatment. We want you to start turning things positive. Will you make a concerted effort this week, today specifically, to start looking for the positive? See if you can today come up with 20 things that are healthier and happier about your life. And I promise you'll see the blessings. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We're on Monday through Friday right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.